This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. Hello, hi sis. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Wonderful. How was your week? Good. Not bad. Yeah. That's a good thing here. So <laughs> about it. Like, yeah, it was good. It ended well. So good. That's wonderful. Yeah, my week was good too. Um, it started kind of hectic, but it also ended. It, it, it ended hectic too. But... <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, we bless God. So, thank God. We hope we are uh, welcoming you back from a wonderful week as well. Yes. From, yes. <laughs> yes, from rest, from work, from whatever occupied your time over the week and brought you safely to today. So, we welcome you again to another episode of the Believer's Response Podcast with Althea and Bami Deli. So... <laughs> I was trying, I was going, girl, I was going for like a whoop whoop, but it just came out like this weak little, <laughs> whoop whoop, okay, thank you, hello, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to solicit a response from you, so that, you know, Althea and Bobby Dele, and then you go, whoop whoop, <laughs> yes, right on time, so, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming back again, joining us for another topic for today. Um, But we will begin, before we get into the main topic, let's get into what's been blessing us and you. We are very thankful for the fact that all of you who are following us now on Instagram and also sharing and also uh, subscribing and liking or favoriting our podcast it's been a blessing to us and continue to be a blessing to others by doing so as well. Mm. So the blessings, we're going to start off with what was blessing our listeners. And we have two listeners that we want to share that contributed to the what's been blessing you um, hashtag what's been blessing you on Instagram. So mm. Dele, you can go first and give us the, the what's been blessing the listener. And then you can tell us what's been blessing you as well. Oh, okay. So, for the listener, her name is Lourdes. I hope I pronounced it right. <laughs> did I pronounce it right? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did good. Okay, Lourdes. <laughs> yeah. So, she talked about how she's been studying the book of Nehemiah. And if you know the book of Nehemiah, you know you're ready. So, one, I think one of the lessons to learn there is how to be a good leader. And also, um, how to be patriotic, um, and that when you when you're concerned for your people, when you're concerned for your nation, and God sees your heart, He would make provision to help you bring light to that vision. So, for example, Nehemiah, he 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 was um, working with the king of Babylon, I believe, at that time. 
and um, he was worried for Jerusalem. He wanted to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So quickly, just a snapshot. He was so worried that the king noticed and you're not supposed to be um, gloomy around the king. But the king noticed that this guy is not his usual self. So the king opened the treasury of, of the land to him so he could go back and fix the walls of Jerusalem. This guy, when he got there, he had enemies. Of course, when you're trying to build anything, uh, I believe, I mean, for everybody listening right now, if you're trying to build anything, there is one person who would be against what you're building. It could even be your best people that will be against you, your family, it could be your friends, anybody, someone you think will be on your side to support you could turn out to be an enemy when you're trying to build something. So this was what Nehemiah faced. So to cut the long story short, Nehemiah, he was able to finish building the wall and they got the victory. And everyone who was like a naysayer, they got the shame and they got the victory. So if you're building anything, go into the book of Nehemiah and soak in it. It's a blessing. So thank you, Sister Lourdes, for sharing. We're blessed by it as well. Amen. Amen. So mine. I'm sorry? That's an often overlooked book but that book oh it's a, it's it's powerful. perfect it is powerful oh, yeah but go right yeah. ahead sis. don't let me interrupt you go right ahead <laughs> yeah so and just to quickly note i always use the prayer of Neymar for my family like lord i'm trying to build something put to shame anyone that wants to detract me from building this family this great dynasty so amen it's important so for me um it's been a lot of things that have been blessing me just my my talks have been having some uh, uh, intense talks with God lately, and I'm loving it. <laughs> but um, so the one that what actually that I feel like sharing today that has been blessing me is this um, phrase that I heard lately. It was on a podcast and I was really struck by it and I am experiencing it lately. And I think it's something that every believer should pay at- attention to. And it's called benevolent friction. So when I heard the lady say, she said benevolent, benevolent friction. I was like, friction. okay, what is that? Yeah, friction. So what benevolent is friction. Yeah, benevolent okay. friction. And it's a concept of being soft on people. So you're not being hard on people, but you're being hard on their ideas in the sense that you're trying to help them flesh out what is it that you're saying? What is this thing that you're trying to share? What is this thing that you're trying to pass across to people? What is this idea? how is it going to pan out is it going to be uh, be profitable at the end of the day is it going to benefit people is it going to turn out to be the vision you had initially Mm, so yeah so things like that so even though i'm being hard i'm questioning your ideas i'm questioning and remember in fact i didn't even think about this last episode we're talking about um uh, yeah. How do we get great ideas? See, I didn't even match it to get until now. So, until now. yeah. So, and on the group that we're both on, you know, this the beautiful fellowship. fellowship. Yeah, this fellowship that w- that is blessing us. You know, one you, someone is saying some something, and another person is like, "I'm going to mess up your theology," <laughs> or, or yeah. I'm going to question. So, what are you saying? and it's so powerful yeah and i'm not attacking you it's not an attack on you it's an attack on uh it's not even an attack on your idea it's about let's get it what are you saying 
how is it going to benefit us all how can we make this idea better thank you go yeah huh go deeper yeah go deeper like what are you saying and it's been a blessing to me so i just thought "Mm, this is what we're doing right here benevolent friction so i think believers should do it more only that sometimes we don't want people to question our beliefs we don't want people to question what we're saying you just want people to take it as you're dropping it on them no Hmm. so wow yeah you know it's kind of like you have to have a bit of a thick skin so that you don't Mm. lose yeah so you don't confuse when people are trying to correct you with condemnation so you don't confuse correction with condemnation because amen yes that's you know even god said that he would do that for us as his children that he will correct us yes have to know rebuke in fact (laughs) yes rebuke which sounds harsh right (laughs) (laughs) you know but he's rebuking your actions not you as his child not you yes yes so that's awesome yeah. And he's the ultimate benevolent one. So, oh yes. At the end of the day, the, the the benevolent friction coming from God. You know, you know. May we have the grace to accept that. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So, man. Awesome share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll get into um, the blessing that was contributed from our hashtag What's Been Blessing You from our listener Shade again that. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, in fact, shout out to her. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Shade, for being in our corner and being oh, in yeah. God's corner always. We are yes. loving you on this podcast. <laughs> and loving and loving your contributions. That yes, song sir. from the last time was fire. If you haven't heard it yet and heard us try to sing it in our best voices, you can go back to our last episode. <laughs> listen to the you to the what's been blessing you segment and then listen to the rest of it yes, but sir. she shared she's sharing again um this time a book which is a first on here have we shared a book before i don't think i don't think so okay so, mm-hmm. this is making me actually want to go into because i said to myself i was going to start reading more and i'm on vacation now so i'm like i need to read at least one book and i feel like if this is the book if there is a book to read, this would be the book that I would like to read because it's kind of mm. along the lines of what I was looking for anyway. And it's called A Lineage of Grace, Five Stories of Unlikely Women Who Changed Eternity. Mm. And it's on Amazon and it's $9 on Kindle. If you want to order it and you want to have the paper book, paperback book, it's ten seventy nine. So it's disclaimer, by- sis. You need to give out a disclaimer. Let them know nobody's sponsoring this. We're just oh yes, absolutely not. We're not. You know, we don't know who this person is, and you know, we're just <laughs> telling you to go check it out. They're not. This person is not sponsoring us, and you know, to the glory of God, someday we'll have sponsors. Amen. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> yes, speak it. But at this yes. moment, we do not. We do not. If you would like to sponsor us. You know, do what God lays on your heart. Amen. (laughs) The author is Francine Rivers. And the summary, I'm just going to read the summary. And um, hopefully this will inspire some people to get into reading. It says, in this compilation of five books in the best-selling Lineage of Grace series by Francine Rivers, we meet the five women from whom God chose. Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, Bathsheba and Mary. 
So we have a motley crew right here already. We have some people that you wouldn't actually see normally together. And yeah. it says each was faced with an extraordinary, even scandalous challenge. Hmm. So each took the great personal risk to fulfill their calling. So this book seems to me to be similar to a book that I read some time ago that's called She She Speaks. And it, it takes every woman in the Bible, every one of them, and tells a story from their perspective. Mm. And that was a blessing to me when I read it because some of the things they they said and they spoke in like modern language. So it kind of like was almost as if you're speaking to a girlfriend or you know just uh, a sister girl and you you're just having a moment as she's explaining what she went through in her life mm. and so i just want to read like the first two sentences out of this author because i didn't buy the book yet but as i was reading through the previews or the the previews and the the images on amazon this caught my attention this is chapter one it says when tamar saw judah leading a donkey burdened with sacks and a fine rug she took her hoe and ran to the farthest border of her father's land sick with dread she worked with her back to the house so hoping he would pass by and seek some other girl for his son when her nurse called her tamar pretended not to hear and hacked harder at the earth with her hoe tears blinded her wow I just want to say that's some good writing and <laughs> the way this oh. bringing Tamar to life right yeah, I think she added some some uh, a little bit of fiction to that oh yeah you know they, they took this artistic license oh, so, okay. <laughs> you know I, and she's kind of trying to get into the mindset of a young girl you know trying um, being taken into marriage not wanting to go the feeling that she would have at the moment and then also even she is depicting what that person would be doing on a normal day so yeah. she, she's out she's working and she's hacking away but the emotion is there like she's she infused emotion that is absent when we read about tamar's story in the bible she infused a setting that is absent from when we read about tamar in the bible so it, it's interesting and i think that artist artistic uh liberty as long as it doesn't take away from the word is okay out, i think yeah yes so that was uh, a lineage of grace five stories of so thank you for sharing again sister shade i'm smiling a big gigantic smile now so <laughs> all right so on to what's been blessing me i have actually been blessed this past week and i would say my children i wrote one word children children have been blessing me this week children <laughs> they are and children <laughs> they're just such like they're special people they are i just like them i don't know i've always liked children working with children being around children and even as an adult like if you go if i go to an event or that's family based you're gonna find me with the kids playing games <clears throat> as old as i am because there's just something so innocent so pure about them and even jesus christ has suffered the little children to come unto me mm. so he had a special place in his heart and love for children for their innocence and for the way that they would just you know like they wouldn't question the way a child would just not question because it has trust and faith in their parent that's the way we should be when it comes to our our benevolent father 
So they are a good example to follow, but they, they have been blessing me this week and doing this virtual vacation Bible school. And I forgot how much I really just missed teaching them and interacting with them. And that just kind of made my week more, just so much more exciting. At times it's a little bit, you know, preparation and things like that. It's work, it's work. But the end result, and then also seeing them grow was, you know, just just a blessing to me for the week. Because they are, they're really the joy of my life. So, I mean, that's... And I love the way you appreciate them. Like the little things, things regular adults look, I mean, overlook. You, you're you just like, you're, you're enthralled. I'm like, wow, she has another, she has another mind. <laughs> I, can't, I can't not. Like they're just, like I said, they're special people. So, well, <laughs> you know, hopefully I'll continue on you know growing and they teach you so many things too so they yes they do and one thing i notice is that no matter what kind of mood i'm in if i do things with children it's like i forget about that because a child doesn't need to see a bad day and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what kind of day you are having they don't need to mm. see that true 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 yeah they pull me out of that whatever state of mind that i was in and i've no i noticed that a while ago from when i was back in college so I just hope to continue to be work to work with kids and to to have an impactful presence in their life. Amen. You know, and and pass on great things to even to my children. So. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we thank you once again for coming back to the Believers Response. Don't forget to post in Instagram. Tell us, or if you're not following yet, try to get on there, try to follow, and let us know hashtag what's been blessing you yes and uh, i just thought to mention because you never know some people might just prefer to email and if you would like to email us you can send us an email on uh at believers response walk at gmail.com believers response walk at gmail.com awesome thanks Hashtag, and you can still put the hashtag in the subject. Hashtag. Yes, please. Yes. Put <laughs> that subject line. That was a good one, sis. Thanks. Hashtag, yes. what's been blessing you? All right. So we're getting into it now. <laughs> this is going to be a really fun topic. And even as we were getting ready to record and we're talking about ideas. For this episode, it was just making us laugh so much. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, wait now, we just, we have to, as we're going through the notes of like, we just keep getting more and more ideas to add on. So our topic for today is, do we believe the churchy things we say? (laughs) Amen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See, she's laughing already. The churchy things we say. So, do we believe them? Now, churchy is kind of like, you know, a word that we came up with that just refers to, you know, in Christendom or, you know, um, that kind of environment. Churchy. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to give you some examples and a little bit of what that churchy is. So, you ready, sis? Yes, I am. <laughs> Being <I'm> ready. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm laughing and laughing. So we have a few of them. We we call them initially church rhetoric, 
So mm-hmm. basically, you know, just the things that people commonly say around in church. So we're going to start with a few of them. They're a little bit mixed because of the, the culture of the church that we went to, that we attend, actually, I should say, yeah. and the fellowship that we're in, and as well as some that we know just from life in general. So some of them, they might be culture specific. So when you hear them, you might ask, you might say, oh, I've never heard that one before. That's okay. Because like I said, some of them are culture specific and, you know, all right. So um, I'm going to read them. And then Bamidele, you just tell me <laughs> just, just re- your reaction to when you hear that or, you know, basic or whatever comes to your mind. What is, what does it mean to you basically? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got the first one. The first one is it is well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that a lot. <laughs> well, <It is> well. <laughs> I just learned this one. Do you want me to go ahead? Go ahead. I just learned oh. it. So, oh, I you mean, just learned it? Yeah, I've never said it before in years past. This is like my first since I'm now in this environment. That's what I'm saying now. No, I've never heard it before. Before uh, now. So actually, the first person I heard that I usually would hear say this. Um, he was my dad's BA in Nigeria. <laughs> so everything, in fact, they used to call him Uncle It as well. <laughs> really? Because for every statement, ah, it is well. It is well. <laughs> it is well. So that was how we concluded every statement or every conversation. So, wow. and then he came, he traveled down here and he actually lives here now. So, um, he lived with um, one of my family members for a while before um, moving down to Virginia. So, so I got to, um, I mean, I got closer to him and then I, I guess so I started saying it from then on. <laughs> so really? like, when I say it, and I think people typically say it when you're discussing something with them and they don't know what to say afterwards and they just go. <laughs> <laughs> Not really because they mean that it is well. <laughs> yes, or I guess it's kind of like a consolation, right? Like when you're trying to console yes. someone. Okay. Yes, but I mean, but generally, or should I say typically, I say it when actually I mean it as well because there's really nothing to say again. Like maybe when you're complaining or you're saying, oh, this is happening, that is happening, and you know. I don't know what else to say, but to say it is well. <laughs> it is, and it is well. It and is, is like well, well. exactly. Uh, you know that song says, "It is well, it is well." Yes, with, with my, my soul, soul with, with my soul, it is well. It is well with my soul. My voice is cracked. So, oh, but that oh, that was good. When peace like a river. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So I and think it's supposed to elicit like a, a peaceful type of response. Well, that was a good explanation. So, yeah. so. um, it, it it is well. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> what more can I say? It is well. So, exactly. <laughs> like it's almost like Salah. Ah, uh, yes, Salah. <laughs> so the next one is uh, God will help us. Oh, God will help us. God will help you. And once again, this is cultural specific to me because <laughs> now I'm in this environment. This is like my first kind of interaction with this one. So <laughs> go, go right ahead. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I, I've never, 
even though I think I've heard a variation of this, but it's not, it's never as, as dominant as I'm hearing it now. Oh. You know, so God will help us. God will help you. God will help us. God will help us. And, and even when I'm saying it yeah. now, I'm saying it with a Nigerian accent in my brain. So, <laughs> so I can imagine. But I mean, well, I've always lived around Nigerians, so I can't really tell. I mean, except for when I was in college and I was um, in the fellowship, the school fellowship. It was a different, yeah, you could, okay, okay, now I see. It was a different, um, so I first had the religious culture shock (laughs) when I was in the school fellowship because they were not all Africans. They were just a few Africans. And even the Africans were Americanized because they were born here. So, and me coming, yeah, and me coming from my Nigerian um, church was too different but it, it was a good um, exposure but going back to the god will help us god will help, <laughs> god will help god us will help me yeah i mean <laughs> yes god will help us now thank you hello do you want them to say? yes god will help us now yes but it's a uh, it's just a way to say when i, I most of these things are like okay Can't, I don't know what else to say. Uh-huh, like consolations, kind of. Consolation, yeah, yeah. Like God will help us, you know. After after all, all is said and done, God will help us. So <laughs> that's so I we can combine the two. Like we can say, "It is well." It is God well. well. God will help us. <laughs> okay. Excuse my laughter, guys. I can't. No, help I think it. she's laughing at me trying to like put together these things. <laughs> But really, like, religious culture shock is a coinable phrase because really and truly, I've, I'm, I have and I'm experiencing some of that now. Okay, what about this one? Mm. Um, I'm praying for you. I know that one I've heard. This one? Uh, yeah. I'm kind of biased against this one. <laughs> you said biased against. Why? Uh, I have a bias. Because I feel like, don't tell me you're praying for me. I don't want I know you're praying don't say we're praying for you okay you get what I'm saying I f- almost feel like it's hypocritical so what would you prefer or maybe that's not the word um, don't tell me it is well is okay <laughs> for you it is well is fine so you know but do you get what I'm saying like I I feel somehow saying it to someone and I will feel somehow someone saying it to me mm-hmm. like if I'm in a situation okay if I'm in a situation and I don't want, I you should be praying for me if I'm your sister or your brother. So don't tell me you're praying for me. Mm, okay, I get it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally understand. I just, I don't feel the same because I, if you're telling me you're praying for me, it's kind of like a verbal confirmation of what I know in my heart. And it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's just like, okay, thank you. And I just say, okay, thank you that you are and I know um, like for example if someone has told me that someone in their family is not feeling well or they may not be feeling well I might tell them okay I'll keep you in my prayers or I'll that's fine yeah. oh this one okay do you get what I'm saying that's different but someone say, saying um, I'm praying for you okay I get it okay okay let me calm down yes yes please <laughs> yes please <laughs> You need to come four, four flights I was, down. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching a movie yesterday. This is just a side note. I was watching a movie yesterday, and the guy said, "Please, Farah Ballet." <laughs> that was so funny to me. 
So let me please Farabale right now. So my point is yes, Farabale. My point is <laughs> my point is um, it's okay. It depends on how people say it but the way i've heard it maybe in i've heard it in like a movie and these people just finished talking about this person in a negative way and then you're talking to the person and you're saying oh yeah we're praying for you i think i'm seeing it from that light but people could say it and mean it you understand yes. so don't let me just trash it but i just feel like usually when people's people who usually would say it if you tell me that, oh, I'll keep you in my prayers. I think that's like that. an honest. Okay, thing. so you like that better yes. than I'll be. I'll pray for you. Yeah, maybe it's cultural. I don't know. But to tell me, oh, I'm praying for you. Nah, <laughs> that's something hypocritical. Like, insincere about it. <laughs> like, what? Are, what have you been doing? <laughs> you know, sis. My thought is when when I hear somebody say I'm praying for you, I'm like, what? What are you praying? What are you praying? is this are you you know because it could go and i have literally legitimately thought that what is where is this prayer going you know i'm like tell me now what you've been praying for me because i need to know not everybody can pray for me i need to know what you're praying you know that's that was that's been my attitude and in fact i remember um one of my exes that i had to really like run away from i had to <laughs> had the nerve to tell me that he's praying for us to get back i was like no 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 Half of it. no i said <laughs> well i'm praying for something different so <laughs> i'm glad you told me that that's what you're praying for because initially it was like oh i'm praying for you and us what us nah, no, no 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 you need to tell me what exactly you're praying so that i know okay but you know it's a relationship thing too because if i say i'm praying true, for you true. you know i know the desires of your heart because we've shared that in intimacy so you i know i'm praying for this 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 because these are the desires exactly. of her heart okay uh-huh. okay now you're bringing it to light if you're saying that i won't think much of it for someone just random or maybe we're just acquaintances and there's not that much relationship and you're just saying oh i'm praying for you that's hypocritical to me like Girl. where is that coming from like thank you <laughs> what is that well <laughs> do you get yes, what i mean okay. there's two sides to the coin <laughs> so I, I know that you know that so like that's just your reaction of course yeah of course. you know but i i feel i feel you i feel you um <laughs> all right so what else what about we bless god Oh, we bless God. I say that a lot. That's and I mean it when I say it. But sometimes I could be, it could just be a statement because that's what I say. But usually when I say it, because I, I feel like I'm confessing right now. <laughs> but usually when I say it, I mean it. Like if you're saying, um, oh, I was blessed by what you just did or what you just said, really because I don't want to, um, you know, take the credit i would just say oh we bless god and i really mean it when i say that and i feel like people mean it mm-hmm. but um sometimes we get carried away and because it's just what we say we just say we bless god and not really really blessing god when we say it. so we just need to pay attention awesome. when we say these things yeah awesome i think uh, for me it's like a heart posture because mm, i don't yeah can you say that it's again? a heart posture 
because for me, I don't normally say we bless God because once again, this is a cultural dynamic that I'm, I'm getting used to. But, um, you know, the we bless God when someone gives you a compliment and or it's kind of like a, what I see it as is kind of a way to not let your head get too big. Like, you know, so you don't get too carried away. Yeah. With yeah. The praises of men. So mm-hmm. we bless God. So, oh, Sister Thea, you know, that was a really good um, prayer that you led. And my response is supposed to be. <laughs> Thank you. We bless God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm supposed to say it, you know, as humbly as possible. Oh, we bless God. But you know, oh God, it's <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, thank you, you know. But in my heart, in my heart, no, seriously, in my heart, I know, I know we bless. I know I bless God because I know that I couldn't have gone up anywhere <laughs> and done any, any, even anything I'm doing now. I know the source, so that's why I said it's a heart posture. You know, I know mm. the source already. Like my heart has accepted the source, but I know some people like you know they 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 say it, and you know maybe they're hoping one day to actually feel that thing like in their heart. But I already know when you give me a compliment. Number one, I already know to beware of the praises of men. Mm. Number two, I already know the source of my strength is God. So. I don't get it's not it's not a possibility there's a possibility to get carried away but it's not a probability to get carried away so mm. yeah but okay so how about God is good you say God is good oh I mean I don't say it as in like a line that I usually would say but there's this more uh, this um, what is it called it's a TV show that I just got back to watching it's called um, Greenleaf Ah, okay. Yeah, so well, thank you. No promotion <laughs> the, for Green the, Leaf right now. We're not. No, 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 we're not promoting it. Until they start sponsoring. Green Leaf us. does not sponsor. Why is the sponsoring thing coming up now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess God is moving us up. Moving, we, we we're going higher in the name of yes, in the name of Jesus. Forward ever. Backward that should be another one too. Guys. Forward ever, backward never. <laughs> oh God. Forward ever, backward never. Yes. Yes, sir. So actually, the God is good. So this lady, uh, it's almost like a greeting for her. Ah, okay. Yeah. So when they see each other, God is good. All the time. Even though maybe they just finished. Uh huh. They won't even say all the time. We say all the time in Nigerian churches, but these ones we just say God is good. And then the next person says, God is good. <laughs> Even though maybe they just did something very nasty. God is good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that's of it. Like, so that's what you see in like, you know, a little bit of um, the hypocrisy. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, but they say so, that I've been to um other churches and it's pretty common. When you say God. In African-American churches, I think. Yeah, yeah. even my church, like where in my culture church too there's um, mm. God is good all, and God, and all the time comes right after oh yeah oh. yeah exactly that's the one for the African ones Every, when somebody says God is good and everybody says all the time so so my question is what if we don't say all the time like what if <laughs> then you're not following because <laughs> you should say <laughs> so yeah because I think some people some uh, preachers use it to kind of get it, get the people's attention God is good. 
Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going on all the time, but sometimes I Usually. feel like that. Yeah, like they say God is good, and then the congregation says all the time, or like if somebody says God is good and you don't say all the time back to that, then maybe you're not, you know, <laughs> like your behavior. You're not following. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, help us. So for that one, you know, just like I confessed to you um, earlier before we started the the episode, uh, like just like saying praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just realized, oh my God, we need to pay attention. So I just realized that when I say praise the Lord, I really don't mean praise the Lord in this. Okay, like if you're if we, I mean like a. Maybe we're just sitting down and we're discussing. And I say, praise the Lord. When I said that, praise the Lord at that time, I did not mean, let us lift God high. I meant, I'm about to say something to gather your attention. (laughs) 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 To to catch your attention. And I just realized that. I've seen that. And that is terrible. I've seen it. I've seen that. You know, when people are saying... Uh, they say praise the Lord and then they just start talking. It's very common. I think maybe, yeah. maybe the root behind it is just so that whatever I'm about to say, I'm not going to take credit for it. It's all to the glory of God, right? Does that make sense? Maybe. Oh, well, I think I, in my, to tell you the truth, in the head of my head, <laughs> inside, it's not, <laughs> it's a, I, the idea wasn't, of course I am praising God. Don't get me wrong. But the intent is actually okay. So I'm about to say something now. Mm, okay. To tell you, to tell you the truth, because and I think it's cultural because I grew up knowing this. So now that I know the truth, even if I'm going to say it because I want to say something, I would actually mean it. Mm, okay. Do you, do you do you see what I'm saying? So usually, because usually when I say it, I wasn't saying let's leave God high. In my heart, that wasn't what I was relating. It was more of, okay, it's let's uh, let's clear the atmosphere. I'm about to say something. Of course, it's to glorify God at the end of the day. Yes. But in the the intent of that statement at the time that I mentioned it, it wasn't to say let's leave God high. Hi. Do you get yes, Do you get absolutely. what I'm saying? So that's yeah. So that's the root of what I'm trying to correct. Like so, when I say it, I should actually mean let's praise God. But then I'm going to say something after mentioning that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I think for me too, I, going forward, or when I interpreted it, actually, I thought that it was just to preface whatever you're saying with praise the Lord so that you don't take, you know, inadvertently take credit for what you're about to say. So to, mm. to me, that's a good way to say yeah. it, but that wasn't the intent, which I need to I, correct. If I see it that way, I think that's good. I, and I should see it that way now from all ends forth. And I hope that is this is blessing someone. I hope so too, because some of these things we say. Yeah, we need to really get into understanding, you know, and not be traditional too much, you know. Like because Mm it's the like what you're describing to me is a traditional way of inserting yourself into a conversation. So you just roll up and you're like, praise the Lord. And people like, hallelujah. And then they turn to you and give you the attention. But in that moment, that's almost kind of like uh, it's almost like when people say the Lord's to me anyway, the Lord's name in vain. When you say, um, you know, when yeah, like, almost oh, like it, yeah, Jesus or ah, oh, Jesus or you know something like that. Yes, 
Lord, forgive me. Yes, yeah, yes, it could, it could, uh, it could amount to that. Because um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no, there's no other. Because and then okay, and I notice that I I don't even say anything until I hear the hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we do? like? Okay, yeah, I got you. I got your attention now. <laughs> I have one. Let me replace that for you because in uh, education, <laughs> so you don't have to say praise the Lord. Uh, you know what they say when we're about to announce something? They'll say, "Oh, can you hear me?" Or if you hear me, clap two times. Then the kids go. Clap, clap. Mm. You know, if you can hear me, clap three times, clap four times, clap two times. But I know in the setting it's mm. not conducive. But there's, there's better ways. That's one way I want to approach doing with you know with the children's Sunday school because I don't want to mm. praise the law unless I mean we're about to like, you know, oh, oh, Father, have mercy. Yes, it just doesn't. Even yes, we need to. We need to. Yes, and that's why those kids they grow up with all this and most people grow up like that into adulthood that that's all they know and it's not really because they have a relationship with god it's just what they do it's the culture so in that sense it's a culture it's not really intimacy with god it's not really a way of life in the sense that it's edifying so true do you get what i mean yeah yeah it's just the culture yeah it becomes to the point that now that i'm remembering Mm -hmm. oh sis i was about to give a speech in school and I caught myself almost saying, praise the Lord, to get people's <laughs> attention. Now that I'm thinking about it. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Oh, have mercy, Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what happens when we when we know better, we do better. And, you know, mm. right now we're studying, we're looking into our ourselves even. We're looking into the word. Yeah. We're looking into ourselves to show ourselves approved. Because as you study, you grow, you know better. Your practices mm-hmm. should change. So at yes. forward, you know, may we be an example to those around us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, good example. A good example. Let me look at the next one. So the next one is um uh oh girl, these these are very, very, very I don't even know how to do all of these without expounding. <laughs> okay, so this one is I'm strong. So you know how they say when the weak say let the week say I'm strong. Let the week say I'm strong. Uh-huh. So I've noticed, and a lot of these things to me are, cult- are cultural too. I mean, the, the uh, what was the other one? The God is good all the time and um, uh, praise the Lord. Have ver- variations in general church too. Because some people say praise the Lord. They don't say it with the, maybe with the same accent, but it might say something like um, praise Jesus. And you know, like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's basically some kind of thing to say but you know i'm strong is when you're not feeling well and you don't want to say that you feel because you don't want to say something negative and then eventually it ends up becoming what it is i'm just going to try to put the bible verses in because mm-hmm. how we can <laughs> how we can then later take extra time to expound on these because they're also in depth so do the same sis Wherever you you see a Bible verse that's applicable, just put it in there, okay? Oh, okay. All right. All so right. I've got this one. For this one, I'm gonna use um the the one that I the, the the death the power of death and life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. 
So yes. I think this is where this one is referencing from because we know that you have the power of death and life. And it says this is his, sorry, this is Proverbs 18, uh-huh. 21, verse 21. <laughs> so knowing that the power of death and life, you don't want to speak anything negative. And I think this is where this one's coming from. You don't want to say, yes. I'm sick. And then, you know, also let the weak say I'm strong too. But you don't want to say this and then eventually end up turning around you know and this i think this goes with every negative thing you know what i mean like uh-huh. so you're not gonna say oh like if you make a mistake you're not gonna say oh i'm so stupid you know or and we go my enemy is stupid <laughs> see that's another cultural dynamic my enemy is stupid. <laughs> ah my enemy almost died yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so be- better them than you right Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I think oh, that God, one is perfect. Perfect. Perfect for that one. So I'm strong. And like <laughs> I said, this is one that I came across even just coming into. I've heard Let the Week say I'm strong, but I've never heard people going around saying, when I look at them and you don't look like that, you don't look it, but you're saying I'm strong. Or if you're. It depends on the conviction, I think. Mm. Because okay. you need, you would need, it's, um, um, it's, it's, uh, it depends. See, that, that's, that's why we don't want to, if we're saying these things, we need to connect to the power behind it. Yes. You know, just like you just quoted the, 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 the word that the, the death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you're not, so when you're saying it, I think where it's lacking the power or where, where it becomes just a cultural raw thing is when we just say it for saying sick. Mm-hmm. But when we say it with the power backing it up, like, yes, I'm not feeling good right now, but I am strong because that's the, what the word of God tells me to say and it, be, it will become my reality. Then, if I'm saying it to you like, oh, sis, yesterday was a, it wasn't, so much of a good night but i'm strong in jesus name you get what i'm saying yes so then exactly what if you say it rephrase it in the way that the negative thing so instead of saying i'm strong but you know you might be um you might have a cold or something like that so what if you then say i'm i'm recovering or um i'm getting or or i'm overcoming a this thing or i have overcome this thing Okay, for me, the way I see it, it's more of a from a coming from a violent faith place, if there's a word like that or a phrase like that. So, for me, usually I would want if I'm talking to someone um, at work, just for them to get it, I might say that. Mm, okay, like you get what I'm saying, just so they're not confused about what I'm saying. And that's also I might say that. That's also community too, because you know like uh-huh. culture shock because if you had gone to somewhere in your college fellowship and you're saying i'm strong they probably strong. won't get it too yeah yeah but usually i think they talk like that i'm not i can't remember properly but um well what what i'm trying to uh, what i'm trying to say is um but if i'm talking to you like i'm going straight straight to it like because i don't want it depends on the state of your or your 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 um should I say the level of your faith concerning that thing? If you're someone who sees any kind of sickness or any kind of weakness as something you don't want at all, 
the way you would say it is different from someone who says kata to someone or a code to someone might just be a regular thing like it comes and goes right to someone else they don't want that at all and they will tell you i am strong i am not sick and you tell them you have a cold and they're telling you no i do not have a cold i'm strong you get what i'm saying so it depends on everybody's level of faith so for me i am trying to get there as well and i think at one point i used to be like that like you can tell me you i'm so sick you're seeing me i'm so sick no i am strong and i'll start things to prove to myself that i'm strong and with time i am really strong because that sickness is gone because i claimed to be strong that's true that's like walking walking it out as you speak yeah exactly and it's like so it depends on everybody's the way you see it so cold might not be anything to you to someone else they don't want any trace of weakness at all so it has to at all <laughs> yeah that then and i think then we can reference that that the bible verse from corinthians from second corinthians mm-hmm, or 13 mm-hmm. that we learned that you know okay and, you want me to read it yes yes because it kind of changed our whole perspective behind what we speak out what we say and then the correlation between what we speak and what we believe because yes yes the question you have to ask yourself when you're saying these churchy things is do you believe what you're saying all right so second corinthians 4 13 says and since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written i believed and therefore i spoke we also believe and therefore speak yes amen because if you think about it a lot of the things you know and in this we're asking ourselves do we believe the churchy things we say Mm. that was the topic question so this spirit of faith has to be strong in us like you said before that um that violent faith that right yes it's that aggressive kind of you know when you have a a big issue that you're believing for a big challenge is it gonna be you know just a soft yeah i want to or is it gonna be a decree like are you gonna be decreeing things are you gonna be establishing things are you gonna be you know speaking out in faith and this verse is encouraging us that as we believe we should speak but i kind of feel as though if your belief level and i think you meant says if your belief level is lower you're going to speak low things you're going to say low you're going to have low aspirations you're going to have low expectations based on what you're praying to god for but as your faith you know and i think we had prayed when we first learned this verse and i want to encourage the listeners too to pray for the increasing spirit of faith in their life so that they can have increased faith through the spirit of god so pray for the uh, the spirit of faith to increase in you so that when you speak what you're speaking, that there's belief backing it up. Because as it says in the word too, without faith in Hebrews 6, I'm sorry, Hebrews 11, 6, that uh, without oh faith, it's possible. Yes. So that being the case, you need that faith to be increased so that what you're saying is actually being backed up by faith. Hmm. Yeah, so, um, all right, so we have a couple more, and then we're going, but I'm sure there's way, way more. In fact, you know what? Why don't you give us some? Tell us what are the churchy things that you know that whatever we haven't mentioned here on this episode. Yes. 
<laughs> right? I would be interested to know. Post it on our Instagram or send it to us in the email that um, Bamidele gave to us earlier. Yeah. And just let us know what are some churchy things that um, you've heard or that we've not touched in this episode. So we have here, um, God told me to tell you. <laughs> or, and you know, I, you did you hear I said that with a little bit of attitude? <laughs> because why didn't he tell me? <laughs> the Holy Spirit. And so it's usually interchangeable. The Holy Spirit told me to tell you, or God told me to tell you, X, Y, and Z, blah, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or God said. Or God said. Yeah, we can combine those three together. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, God told me to tell you, God said, or God said that he has a message for you and such. And my thing is, if you are in close relationship with God, with God, your father, you should be hearing his voice yourself. Now, that doesn't mean there's not a place for the prophetic. And that doesn't mean that there's no place for people to um, be used by God to be an intercession for you in a season of your life when you need it. But hmm, what do you think about that, sis? Uh, Yeah, just just to say, uh, I mean, just to go off on what you just said, uh, off of what you just said, we... If someone, first of all, let's just establish this. If someone does not have some type of relationship with you, like like close relationship with you, they have no right saying anything about you. In fact, if they see, they need to keep it to themselves and pray about it themselves. Not to come to you and say, God said this to you. No. Nobody, ha- if you have no relation, if you're not my pastor, if you're not my husband, if you're not my close friend, that as you're saying it as well, I'm getting a confirmation. You have no right thing. Mm -hmm. And I think this is biblical, even though I can't um, ascertain it right now, but nobody should be coming from anywhere. Like there's some prophets, prophets of, of whatever they call themselves just in your words no nobody should have that right over any child of god if you're under a covering that pastor should be the one seeing something for you whatever god is saying should come through that person that's what i believe if you're from anywhere else and you're seeing something else keep it to yourself if it if it's okay. bothering you so much pray about it <laughs> yourself yes in your yes. corner absolutely true and you don't remember this but um you were telling me about when we were speaking about the topic before about the old prophet and the young prophet uh-huh. and that was in um it's in first kings chapter 13 where um you know the one the story with the old prophet and the young prophet right uh-huh uh-huh yeah and that it's goes to so, show you yes danger in allowing people to tell you and what you haven't been told by yourself and whatever they're telling you like my sister said should be a confirmation of what was told to you before yes and you should be getting confirmation all around like we talked about in our divinely assisted series that you know god is going to show you these different things mm-hmm. you know and in all your ways acknowledge him he will direct your paths in the word of god so these things are going to be coming out as a way of a confirmation of something that you have heard from God yourself. Yes. So 
that old that prophet story you shared it with me sis. i know it's so powerful yes and i mean i just wanted you to to own it like to just talk about it because i mean you you ugh, it's powerful don't let yeah, any one? any and the scary thing about it is well he's also a man of god that older prophet is also a man of god and god had already given you see if i feel like we need to flesh this out god had already given that younger prophet his own instruction from god but because you respected this man of god because he called himself a man of god which in actual fact <laughs> he he was a man of god or he's a man of god whatever i mean however we want to see it yes the bible said it he was a man of god the the younger one too a man of god but god had given him an instruction mm-hmm. so if god wanted to change it let him speak to you not in fact the bible makes us know that this young prophet did not know this older prophet before the only reason why he accepted the word from his mouth was because he said he himself is a man of god as well so you don't don't um try to save face or don't try to respect someone to your own detriment thank you and i think let me read it exactly as it says in the yes. word because this part is really powerful because i you know and we have to say here thank you holy spirit because thank you lord this is something that actually came you know it just it just came in now or as we say it just got downloaded so <laughs> yes it's in lord. first Thank you. 1st Kings 13, chapter um 13, and I'm going to read um verse 18, which is what you actually just said about him telling him that okay, I'm I'm a prophet too, so you should listen to me. Mm-hmm. So, God had given him his instruction already of where he should go and what he should do and how quickly he should get out of that place. And he decided, okay, because someone came and intercepted what he was going to do. So this is what the man told him in verse uh, 18. He said unto him, I am a prophet also as thou art, Mm. as you are. And an angel spoke unto me by the word of the Lord. This is the old prophet now saying, bring him back with thee until thine, unto thine house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him right there. Mm-hmm. It says it's right at the end. So he's telling this younger prophet that um, the angel of the Lord came and told him, but it was all a lie. Now, we're not saying that every prophecy that's spoken unto you, everybody that comes to you, no. is a lie. but the confirmation will be there. And God will be telling you at the same time as well. So God, he had instructions already. And the sad part is that there was deadly consequences. Oh my God. Yes. That place scares me. Like reading it, every time I think about it, it just, it helps me to, to like, you know what, you know, when the Bible says, let he that thinketh his stand take heed, lest he fall. Mm-hmm. I am always like, okay, what am I hearing that I'm not supposed to be hearing? What am I heeding? That I'm not supposed to be heeding because if this is not what God is saying to me, mm-hmm. and because you know oh God, mm. there's so much, there's so much. It's kind of like you know, you, and this is where the place of discernment comes in. Amen. As well, yes, as well as knowing the voice of God for yourself, for through yourself. His word, yes, 
for yourself. In fact, in fact, in this day and age, in this pandemic era, <laughs> in this COVID-19 era, in this decade, because this is the beginning of a new decade, this 2020, mm. there is no better time to know God for yourself. There is no, yes. you need to, we need to, because there are so many voices. Everybody's saying something. Everybody wants to have a say. You need to know what God is saying into your own life. Or else, you will be exactly. tossed and fro with every wind of doctrine. Every like wind the of Bible, doctrine. Bible says. Yes. Yes, and it also says that even the elect will be deceived. Like in these times, mm. even the elect will be deceived. So there's people now that are uh, parading as prophets. And they're going to mislead you and you have to know you know so we need to pray also against that um that distraction yes you know all these distractions that can come and kind of take away from what god is placing inside of you and for that word of god to be planted so deeply inside of you that it's become a part of your your being that everything that comes out of your mouth thereafter is a word of a, a, a life word you know yeah. <laughs> like it's the, the death and life are in the power of the tongue so whatever comes out there is going to be divinely inspired so we pray that for ourselves we pray yeah. that for you as well yes that every word that we even speak out and over our lives will be divinely inspired Man. we don't want to speak the wrong things because what happened to this this prophet in um verse 23 it says that um but um but but came sorry but came back and has eaten bread and drunk water in the place of that which the lord did say to thee eat no eat no drink Dr- i'm sorry eat, eat no bread, not. oh yeah no water. yes sorry <laughs> thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulcher of thy fathers mm. so after he had eaten and drank this is what happened to him he saddled his horse his, I'm sorry, his donkey, and then um, the prophet, he went back. He tried to go back to his homeland. And on the way, a lion met him and killed him. And his carcass was cast in the way, and only the donkey survived. And the lion just stood there. The lion didn't even eat the carcass. And that's a whole oh. other sermon that you know we can go into as to why he didn't eat. But that's the cost of disobedience, mm. see? The cost of disobedience and then also the the side effect or a, 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 a evil side effect of not knowing God for yourself. Yes. You know, he was not only disobedient, but then he couldn't tell that this man was actually deceiving him. Yes. So something just came to me now that when God gives us instruction, we need to work on and oh thank you, Jesus. We need to work on believing. Mm-hmm. itself because there is there is this there is a strong connection between your belief in what God has told you and you obeying that instruction when you receive it when you receive the word when you receive the word and you believe it mm-hmm. there is everything that you will carry it out but when you are shaky in the first place, when you are when you are not strong on receiving the word, there is the likelihood of not obeying the word, and that's where the problem comes in. 
that's when someone else can say something and it will throw you off. Mm-hmm. And it also comes to us, these things that we say that we're not even paying attention to what we're saying. There is so much power in these things that we say because ordinarily by themselves, there's nothing wrong in saying God is good. He is good. He is good. Even the power behind the fact of saying God is good. It goes about good. He is good. But do we believe it? Oh, it's just a slogan. That's true. And I, I kind of feel like we... I'm sorry, sis. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I feel like we we use these things as jargons sometimes. You know, mm. every profession, every career, every... Um, even like a hobby field, they have their specific language that they use. And, you know, if you're a hobbyist Christian, like you just come to church because this is just, you know, something you do, mm. it makes you feel good, like maybe painting does or, you know, whatever hobbies like golf or whatever people do for fun, it makes you feel good. So you just become a hobbyist Christian. Like this is my hobby, I'm a Christian. Mm. Then you're just gonna say these things as if it's jargon. But when you say God is good, you have to reference it to, okay, um all things work together for good of those who love the lord and are called according to his purpose god is good so you know where yes. that reference is where that goodness is so you know what you know what that good is and then you can respond all the time because you understand you have understanding of yes. this thing is working out for my good because i'm called according to his purpose and i love him at the same time so we bless God. Yes. Seriously. Seriously, yes. we bless God. Indeed, <laughs> we bless God. For your for all our listeners, you know, for every every divinely inspired, inspirational um thought, every word spoken in this podcast. And we pray that it's been a blessing to you. Now I'm sure sis, we didn't think <laughs> It will be this yes. in-depth. We were just trying to just, you know, Have remind fun. everyone of, you know, all these things that we say and just just so we're mindful mm-hmm. of the power behind the things that we say and that we really truly say them with power. But we didn't even know that we would go into all the things we went into today. But so far, so great. We've been blessed and we're sure that you're blessed as well. So, just like um, our... our our podcast is called the believer's response so what would be your response after this you know now you know that those things that we say we need to say them with power what would be your response so that's that's a question for you to answer and we hope that we will remain in him and be victorious in fact we're praying that you will remain in him and be victorious because that's the believer's response and stay blessed and remain absolutely safe god bless you guys and please don't forget please subscribe share with everyone share with everyone friend and (laughs) for share with everyone (laughs) yes and please come back next time to listen and be blessed don't forget to share with us what's been blessing you as well we're happy to always share with you and please share with us thank you guys have a wonderful week ahead bye for now bye